Father, we give you all the praise this morning. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you for your love. Thank you because of sharing us your heart. Thank you for the gift of adoption. Lord, we give you all the praise. We exalt your holy name for your faithfulness. Thank you because it's your pleasure to keep showing us different degrees that exist in you. And Father, it is our desire this time around that you show us any dimension of you. A dimension of you we have not caught up with before in our work with you. We pray for an unraveling of the only true God. The God beyond our boundaries, the God beyond our limitations. The God that helps us break free from every ignoble picture of him and everything that is replacing him in our lives. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Okay, um, this morning, I will speak on what I have titled, The Only Through God. The Only Through God. And this is just a continuation of what I've started already on the original topic, Who is your God? And what I am trying to do by the grace of God is to embark on an inquiry of the true God and also to examine critically what people had identified to be God or what had God your life. The truth of the matter is that certain believers or too many people around the world have submitted to wrong things in the name of religion. And as you know, we have more than 4,000 religions in the world. So there are many things that are governing people's life in the name of God who are not really God and who do not even worth being called God. For instance, I showed in the last teaching how that Apostle Paul said there are certain people, their God is their belly. So the God of a person can be his belly, his selfish ambition, his selfish desires. What becomes God to another person could be material possession. Some it could be what had been imposed upon him by his parent, what he made from his parent. So many people had called many things God, which and who are not God. Many people are into idol worshipping and they regard those idols as God. So we have got to do an inquiry to find out the true God. Like Jesus Christ prayed, you know, I showed you that scripture in the last teaching and we spent some degree of moment in that scripture hallelujah look at what jesus christ prayed for us in john 17 we can't just stop looking at that scripture jesus spoke this was lifted up his eyes to heaven and said father the hour has come glorify your son that your son also may glorify you 
as you have given him authority over all flesh that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him verse 3 which is my focus and this is eternal life that they may know you the emphasis actually the only true God and Jesus whom you have sent and I told you that from that simple prayer requests or the lines of prayers or the emphasis of prayers or focus of Jesus' prayer it is very clear to us that if Jesus mentions that God's ultimate desire is that we come to know him as the only true God that simple statement suggests to us that there are many false gods that are not gods but are governing and controlling people's life and in that light when you look at this scripture are you just opposed to what apostle john wrote in first john chapter 5 verse 20 and 21 it says we know we are of god i'm reading from verse 19 i just want to pick that we know we are of god and the whole world lies under the control under the sway of the wicked one and we know that the son of god has come and has given us an understanding understanding about what understanding about god so the quest of god is that we come to know him and like i've told you there are different parameters by which we know the father i dealt on t on this extensively i said if he is your god he has to be your creator so he is not your god if he's not your creator because the god and i want to say the true only god must be the creator and he is the creator as the bible reveals him i also said that he must be a god that is alive that is living in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth is the creating god and God said, let there be light. And the Spirit of God moves over the face of the water. It takes the living God to move. So all of these are parameters. And also said that this God, if he is the true God, must carry a body of truth that actually um, lend clarity to how he has fashioned you and the rationale behind your creation that is it must have an embodiment of of truth or principles that he had put in place to govern you it's not just governing you to subjugate you he's governing you because he has a blueprint and because he, you, you emerge from his idea so these are parameters so he is not my god if he's not a living god if he's not a speaking god if he's not alive god told moses i am that i am and I also said he loses the credibility of being God if he's not faithful. And I've told you that you know you do not just submit your life to anything that comes your way and is able to predict or reveal your future or something that upon a time pass, but does not care how reckless your life is at the moment, or does not care uh, does not care how 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 loose you you, you live. The true God does not condone sin. Now look at the scriptures. First John chapter 5, verse 20, as I was reading. And we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding. 
So this teaching is from the understanding the Son of God gave us. Because when Christ came, he didn't just teach about God. He reveals God as our Father. He revealed him as our Father. And by saying that he's our Father, he meant to tell us that he's our source. He came to give us an understanding that we may know him who is true. So truth is one of the dominant traits of God. Dominant characteristics or attributes of God. And one of the reasons why all of the deities in the world that are not the true God have been able to to, to recruit followers and disciples and worshippers and loyalists to themselves because they kept people in falsehood. There are things they would not want these people who are submissive to them or who, who regard them or refer them to be God to know. So the only true God is the God that is truthful. That we have an understanding that we may know him who is true. And that we are in him who is true in his son Jesus Christ that is the true God and eternal life. Jesus is the true God and is life unending. Now verse 21 then warns all strictly that anything other than this is idolatry. Now verse 21 says, little children keep yourself from idols. What is an idol? An idol is an invented God. So many people had invented what they served. They have invented ignoble pictures of God and they bow down to it. So anything that is other than the exact God as it is, is idolatry. And that is why we have embarked on this teaching. Hallelujah. So your search for God and your submission to a God should not just be in search for a better and brighter future. You have got to also find the God that is truth, the God that is concerned about how you live. You know, if that God you submit to is a reckless God and does not care about your reckless life, I tell you it's not the one that creates you because God has his jealousy for you because you are his image. He is careful and is very particular about how you live your life. In fact, his whole scheme is focused on you because you are the best of this kind. So the God that is careless or that is, you know, that is not concerned, that seems not to be interested in the way you live your life, but is interested in giving you rules, is not the real God. And you can escape for your life. Hallelujah. So, that was that on that. Now let me just show you a scripture to start with from First King chapter eighteen, verse twenty one. First King chapter eighteen, verse twenty one. Hallelujah. And Elijah came to all the people and said how long will you falter between two opinions if the god if the lord is god follow him but if baal follow him 
But the people answered him not a word. Elijah challenged the people of his days. He said, If God is God, if God is the Lord, is Jehovah Elohim, he said, Then you, 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 you have no option than to, to follow him. So God is not insecure. He really wants us to find out not just him but the true God and the only true God. And the truth of the matter is that it takes the true God to actually desire that you find out the true God. Philippians chapter 3 Philippians chapter 3 verse 16 to 19 Nonetheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. I'm reading from New King James Version. Brethren, join in following my example and note those who so work as have us as a pattern. For many work of whom I have told you often and now tell you, even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross, whose end is destruction, whose God is is their belly and whose glory is a shame and who sets their minds on anything the emphasis there are people who are driven only by their appetite and they only submit the authority of their life to that which grants them that which they crave for and i've said in time past and i'm saying right away that material proof monetary prosperity Financial comfort, ability to afford all the necessities of life, ability to live life is not a proof that you are serving the real God. The scripture told us that at the time the Hebrews provoked God, they requested for meat, he sent them meat, but he was not pleased with God. It was not pleased with them. So a man can have all the old world and is not in tune with his creator. But the longing of the Father is that you will know Him. Hallelujah. Now, in the last teaching, I was telling you that it is your right, is your right to know the true God, to know your Father. And it is your right because it is from Him you came. He is your Creator. It is your right because He is your Father. It is your right because He seeks intimacy with you. And because he seeks intimacy with you, you have got to know him whom you want to relate with. And as a matter of fact, Jesus Christ came and revealed the Father to us. Look at John chapter 1 verse 18. John chapter 1 verse 18 tells us that no one has seen the Father at any time. But the only 